Welcome home. I'm so glad you hit play on my podcast, Home Ec Express. My name is Jamie M. Fenauer, and I am your host, and this is episode 60, Painting the House. Well, friends, it's episode 60. I never thought that I'd actually get this far in recording podcasts, but here we are, and hopefully you're enjoying them and sharing them with your uh, friends and family that you think that the topic might be relevant. And so today I wanted to uh, share with you about painting your house. Oh my goodness. This has been an adventure alone Um, because the house that we bought in Oklahoma, um, it needed a little attention. And so part of home ec life skills is making a house a home and home maintenance and things like that. And so one of the things that we really wanted to do is repaint the house on the inside. The outside had been painted recently, but the inside, the color picked were very drab that were in here. And at this stage in my life, I wanted to make my home feel bright and cheery and airy. Um, So we did the main rooms before we got furniture and before most of our stuff showed up. And so, um, and then as you know, from previous episodes, I used pods. And so it was in the second pod that had my ladder. And so this house has very tall ceilings and So what I ended up doing was going as far as I could until as far as height of the paint until the um, ladder got here. And then I had to go around and finish. So I got the, uh, the living room and the hallway and part of my bedroom done. And then my daughter got her room and her bathroom done. And uh, then we had to wait and then kind of piece it together and, do it in orders as the rooms got their furniture. Cause some rooms didn't have any furniture, uh, like the office, we needed to get all new furniture. So, you know, that was next as the furniture came, then the kitchen was finished before the dining room set came. So it's been a work in progress. Um, but picking colors, some people know exactly what they want. Other people, you know, it takes a little bit of time. I knew that I wanted colors to make me feel peaceful. And so when we go into color theory and color psychology, greens and blues tend to be the colors that are used in spaces that are high stress, like in an ER um, or the hospital or doctor's office. You'll see a lot of blues and greens used because they have a calming effect on our psyche. Um, and then in my case too, I, I had a, a very t- hard uh, divorce and a lot of control. And so some of the colors that I've used in my new home, I would have never been able to do in my old home. And so uh, there was a part of me that was healing through picking paint color, believe it or not. And, and I don't know if that's just a me thing or if other people have experienced that in similar situations where you weren't allowed to do certain things. And then when you had freedom, it became actually very hard, but also healing. And so I chose a really bright color for 
the living room and the hallways and my office to where a lot of light bounced around. But then I chose a really fun green for my kitchen. I always wanted a green kitchen and I couldn't have it. And so I used a really beautiful, sagey, natural green um, on the walls in the kitchen and the dining room. And then my room um, is, they call it white mocha and this really pretty blue uh, that kind of ties in with my bed. And then my master bathroom is the last thing to get done. I'm actually going to finish it today. And the master bathroom is aqua. And I already painted the master closet. It's a walk-in, which I've never had a walk-in before. And I painted all the walls in there aqua, bright, bright, bright blue. And then the shelves are this white mocha color. And so I'm doing a combination of those two colors, the aqua and the white mocha in the bathroom. And um, it's a bathroom unlike I've never, I've never had a pretty fancy bathroom ever in my life. And so this is kind of a treat for me. Um, but I've, decided that I wanted to play off of colors that I found in the floor mats that I found. They're actually Pioneer Woman floor mats for the bathroom that are like a spice orange, kind of like a brownie orange color and aqua and cream um, and some magenta. And it, they're really, really bright and fun. And so I'm playing off of those. And then I found a drape. It hasn't shown up yet, but above the bathtub, there's a, a window with blinds. And I want to put a really fun, shimmery drape. And it's called Spice. So it's in that orangey, browny color. So we'll see how it looks. Um, but I've never had that ability. So it's been really healing and really fun to play with all these colors. And of course, my daughter did hot pink in her room and uh, super fun for her. And it's, and if you know my daughter, you know that that's pink rules and pink with glitter in the paint, even better. So we have found through my friend Nikki that you can buy special glitter to put in your paint pan or paint cans. Um, and it adds just like this, and it depends on how much you put in there. Um, it could be just like the essence where when the light hits the glitter, it sparkles, or you can actually have it pretty chunky. And so she went with a finer one. Um, my friend Nikki has been repainting her day spa that she owns and, oh, she's done some spectacular color combinations and then use this glitter, um, in her paint. And so we've been having a lot of fun with seeing the sparkles on the wall. Um, but I want to give you guys some tips on painting your inside of your house. Now I have actually painted the exterior of my old house before. Oh dear Lord, save up money and have somebody do it for you. It was a lot of work, a lot, a lot, a lot of work. I would never prefer to do that again. And so, but I've painted minus my daughter's rooms. I've done my whole house and we have a 1900 square foot house here in Oklahoma. And so I've got my workout and that's great. And, um, I've had muscles that I didn't know that I had. So yesterday, um, I finished the master bedroom. So what I had done is the accent wall that my bed is against. I did that before my bed came. And then I just put the white mocha on the other walls to make sure I liked it. And I did. And so that was finished yesterday, and then today is the bathroom. But there are many things that I have found that I like and dislike in painting tools. And so um, here's some of my tips that I have learned through the experience of literally painting my whole house. And I've painted houses before, but this was just a very, I think, different experience, and I was doing it very much myself. 
Um, and so obviously the blue tape is really important, especially I have um, oak wood door jams and floorboards and in the living room crown molding. Now I taped off the doors, but I did not tape off the baseboards and the crown molding. And for the most part, it turned out okay. You need wet paper towels to, if you get on the baseboard to make sure you just get it off. Um, it looks like the people who painted the rooms beforehand just didn't quite pay attention and that's okay. Um, I have found that, you know, obviously putting down plastic sheeting is awesome. Um, Home Depot, I found real inexpensive, like big long rolls of plastic to cover the floors and the furniture, if you have any furniture in there. And, um, we have hardwood floors in the living room and in the hallway. And so if anything that's spilt, the Pampered Chef nylon pan scraper is the best little thing to get dry paint off the floor. Let me tell you, and then you don't scratch anything. Uh, so keep that in mind. Always have your nylon pan scraper for the dried paint that you find. Um, and then, of course, wet paper towel if it, you know, you drop something on the wood and you didn't want it on the wood. Uh, I went through, removed all of the, um, the wall plates. And I put the blue tape on everything important, window jams, door jams, and um, prepped that first. Now, in this house was a spectacular amount of tack holes, things screwed into the walls, and I had a tremendous amount of spackling to do. And so I spent two days getting nails out of the walls and et cetera and spackling before we did anything. I went through two tubs of spackle. You want to get some good spackling spatulas to be able to get that done. Do that first, and then you have to go back and sand a little bit. So you want like a, a little bit crunchier, uh, uh, thicker grit sandpaper. And yeah, it does make a little bit of a mess. That's what vacuums are for and sweeping and that type of thing. But it blends in your patchwork a little bit nicer into your wall. So um, that had to all be done before the painting. And painting is actually pretty quick for the bulk of it. Um, it's the prep work and then the, the cutting in that's a little bit tricky. And so um, we got uh, painting sets because we didn't have much that came with us from California. So we went down to Home Depot, got disposable paint trays that went into the hard trays. So then we can just throw one out and then not have to... Um, use those couple of hard trays. And I like the ones with the hooks on them, the hard trays with the tr with the hooks. So when I went up on a ladder, I could make sure that it was um, secure on the, the little stand that pops out on the opposite side of the ladder. Uh, let's see. You want to have different types of rollers. I, I ended up getting a small, um, it was about a one inch roller. Uh, and then I also got several of the bigger rollers that are about an inch and a half, two inches. But then the the um, roller sponges that go over the frame, you want different kinds. And look at what kind of walls you have. Do you have smooth walls like I have in my kitchen? Traditional drywall with, you know, that texturing on it like I have in the rest of the house. Or in the bathrooms was this very coarse um, drywall finish. I'd never seen it before in a home. It's actually kind of rough to the touch. And so that required a different kind of roller sponge, um, that was designed specifically for rougher textures. It was almost like stucco, like rough stucco. It was 
really weird, kind of ugly. So um, the new paint kind of toned it down a little bit. So you want to pay attention to those type of things. Your wall texture really matters. And then you need some good brushes. So you always want to do your rolling first on the bulk of the walls, um, as close as you can get to um, the, the joint where the wall meets the ceiling. And then of course the baseboards. Um, and then if you're doing accent walls, um, you need to come close to that corner, but leave it for the brushwork. And so then you want to get a nice, you know, one and a half, two inch brushes that are cut at an angle. That is so helpful when you're painting and doing that cutting in work along the baseboards and whatnot, because it gets in there without a lot of leakage and seepage and you have more control on how you hold the brush and how it goes into those little crevices um, or joints where baseboard and wall meet or the corners meet. So um, I had several of those. And then the hard part with that, with those, with those brushes is you have to keep them clean afterwards. And so, um, you know, if you have like a, a solo cup or something like that, you want to soak them with a little bit of um, Dawn dish soap so that you try to get all that paint out and then you can uh, reuse the brush for another color the next day. Um, also, if you're reusing your rollers, you know, maybe you're finished for the day and you want, you need to wrap them in plastic, like in the grocery store bags so that the roller doesn't dry out. Uh, learned that the hard way years ago. And so like last night I was doing my master bedroom, wrapped it up. And then today I'll use that same roller. It'll still be moist. And then I'll be able to just use it and finish off the bathroom without having to get into a new, uh, or a new sponge or a new roller for that, for that. So, um, the other thing that I really love, and I don't know if this is just a Home Depot thing or, or using bare paint, but, um, they have now in the paint can lid where you can open it up in this, in the side, the top of the lid towards the side, it's not in the center. And Home Depot gave me a twist on spigot for pouring the paint into the paint tray. So instead of taking the whole lid off the can, it's a more condensed pour. Hello, where has that been my whole painting life? Um, same thing, you can use it on the five gallon buckets, which for my um, main rooms and for the neutral, the white mocha, I got five gallon buckets. Everything else um, was done in one gallons. And um, that pour spigot, was amazing. I don't know why we haven't had those before. And of course, also you want to ask for the paint stirring sticks, um, one for each can. Um, but you want to make sure that you don't make a huge mess and you're always pouring on, you know, plastic or drop cloths or something like that, because it will make a mess, especially on those big five gallon paint, um, paint, paint cans, excuse me, I can't speak today. So, um, you know, allow yourself extra time to get the work done and make sure that you're being really safe on the ladders. That's going to be, you know, very important, especially as we get older, we don't bounce quite as good. So, um, you know, put on some good tunes and get that painting done. It goes by much faster than what you would think, especially once you get into a groove and you have the right tools and there is nothing more satisfying than ripping all the paint the paint tape down and cleaning up and your room looks great. I felt so much more peaceful last night in my room 
in my bedroom because all the walls were done. It felt like a, a complete space, minus the fact I still don't have bedroom furniture except for my bed. Um, but I found lamps and put it on the laundry basket. <laughs> but other than that, um, you know, knowing that you can do it by yourself, that you can um, save so much money by doing it yourself in your extra time. Have a plan though. Um, in my case, we went along in the rooms that, you know, were empty first. And then, so we didn't have to work around a lot of furniture. If your furniture is already in there, you need to move it into the middle of the room and cover it. Uh, and just be really careful because there's nothing more frustrating than getting paint on something you really didn't want paint on. So anyways, you guys, if you have any questions or, you know, you have any comments about your own personal painting experience and how much you don't want to ever paint the exterior of a home again, <laughs> let me know. Um, make sure you subscribe at for the, all the latest news and podcast updates at home at express.com. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Till next week, my friends.